1: Everyone, welcome back to Popcorn Heist the podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Jake. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Nick. You've returned. I have returned. I know I made a brief hiatus when uh, The Sopranos was being discussed because, admittedly, I have not watched the full Sopranos, full. and by full, I mean I haven't watched.
0: Full. I've watched barely
1: any of it. Um, you gotta I've get on. I've really been slacking. I've been meaning to for years. Uh, my brother's a huge Sopranos fan. He was on the podcast. And um, he was. he's been telling me to watch it for years and I've been slacking. So you my would, fault. You would you would love it. My fault. I deserve to be dropped by Popcorn Heist. Yes. <laughs> Get out of here. Let's, no, uh, who, But who, anyway, who I'm back.
0: I, who, who would I have to quote things with? I, That's true. It, it, That's wouldn't, true. It, it just simply wouldn't work. And nobody <laughs> can quote like me. Actually, no. You're the only one who
1: can quote like me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm back. Um, something I have seen the full thing of is Marvel. Or I guess I haven't watched the Netflix shows. But anyway, back to talk about Marvel. Very
0: excited. You haven't seen the Netflix shows, but the, it's they're not technically canon. You've seen all Marvel Cinematic Universe. They are, they are canon, no? They're, like, adjacently canon, but, like, not uh, – it's very vague right now. Who knows if Daredevil's going to be in the MCU now. I feel like they're canon, but, like, not must-watches.
1: So, like, other than that, I've seen all of Marvel. I can talk Marvel, so – daredevil's a don't hate on me too hard
0: you at at some point if he ever comes into the mcu and they make that canon you gotta watch it because i'll I'll watch daredevil that's worth it i'll watch daredevil kingpin kingpin's like top five mcu villains if if that counts you
1: heard it here first i have agreed to watch daredevil there we
0: go that's (laughs) that's a binding contract okay yes Uh, i have just this is the moment i decided to watch daredevil (laughs) but um yeah, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, Popcorn Heist is a brand that Nick and I created to share movie and TV content created by diehard fans with you all. Popcorn Heist, the podcast, though, is a show where we can nerd out about specific franchises we love most, such as Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Avatar, Les Airbender, Disney, and in this case, Marvel, from our unique point of view. We release new episodes every Thursday, and if you like an episode you listen to, please give us a follow on and review on iTunes, because it really helps the show grow. And we'd be remiss if we also didn't mention the other podcast on the Popcorn Heist Network called A Simps Guide to the MCU. Also relationship, Yes. Where the relationships, romances, and bromances of the Marvel Cinematic Universe are discussed with our good friends, Alyssa and Kelly. If you want more pop culture content such as blogs, rankings, brackets, and Tuesday trivia, visit us online at popcornheist.com or follow us on Instagram at popcornheist. Got a lot of cool things coming. Uh, The blog is – we're going to have some more things coming out there. We We just finished in big bracket on our Instagram. So funniest modern sitcom character won by Michael Scott. He was the expected. We Normally. Yes. We w- he was the favorite to win. Yeah. I don't know if I agree, but I could see why he did. He did win. He would definitely be in the top five for
1: me. But anyway, are the Sims doing an episode on uh well, if you're watching this episode or listening to this episode, this episode is going to be about what if, um, are the Sims doing an episode on what if, if they, not, they should?
0: Yeah, oh, they did. I yeah. should know this they did and uh so yes. listen to that if you watched what if <laughs> yes um so we're getting into what if man i mean it's marvel's first animated show i think you were like when we were discussing they had this whole i think it was a d23 last year they announced all the the marvel movies and marvel shows coming out phase four and you were like i'm most excited for what if
1: yeah i was really excited for what if um i just think it's really cool because like Marvel's the universe you can do this in and still make it. Like, you can do pretty much do whatever you want in a show like this, but it's still canon in a way. Like, you know, like, so, so for example, Star Wars is doing visions now, which, like, I kind of see as a, a, not, it's definitely not a what if, but it's like something similar where, like, each episode is its own thing. um And, like, that can't be canon because the Star Wars universe is so, like, airtight. I feel like the beauty of Marvel is that you can kind of just do do what if and like do whatever you want and still make it work because it just happens in such a different like pocket of the universe and and the multiverse. So uh, I was really excited for what if and I was even more excited when in the trailers it became clear that like they were connecting all the episodes um, because I feel like that's something really cool and something that like shows that that have like separate episodes that tell each an individual story they're kind of like afraid to do at times like black mirror doesn't really do that all that much um they have like some little crossovers but not like a big culmination of everything so i was i was happy that um this kind of culminated in one one episode that crossed everything over so it made me even more excited for the
0: show yeah and it's a really clever way to actually like bring Cause Marvel always adapts their stories from the most popular comic book storylines, but they do it in a, a unique way to sort of terraform it, to fit the Marvel cinematic universe and like what they're trying to build towards. And what if did it in a really clever way? Cause that's an actually a comic series run. Like there are actual comic books called what if, where they just did these one-off stories like, Oh, what if Spider-Man's uncle Ben had lived? What if uh, Iron Man never got captured by the 10 rings? For example. And I thought that was a really clever way to do an animated series and just like kind of go all in on the multiverse. But I will say I didn't expect when you told me that that it, it was your most anticipated, I didn't expect that from you. Cause normally you don't like when I love when, animated
1: shows. Are you know, kidding me? No, I
0: you love animated shows, but you normally you don't like it when franchises are just like, oh, we're just gonna do this random thing that's like not really canon. And but know, I, I do like that.
1: Even though I'm not like the biggest comic book fan, like I have, I'm not going to pretend to be a huge Marvel comic nerd. I'm more of a Marvel movie nerd. I like that they're leaning into the comic y nature of it and they can do pretty much whatever they want and it doesn't have to directly connect or like cut into what's going on in the main Marvel movie storyline. I kind of like that they could just do this side thing because the universe is so big and, um, as much as it's good for some franchises to keep their canon airtight and make everything consistent and connect, uh, it's also nice. Like it's a beauty of Marvel that they have so many characters at this point and like so many different versions of the characters now. Uh, it's kind of nice to see them lean into that quirky and comic-y nature of it.
0: Yeah, it's also we'll get into it though. It's it's kind of uh, you you can do these one off stories and like not address it being connected, but at a certain point you're like, well shouldn't it like kind of like been addressed at some point in the main u- universe? Like it was something that was running through my head the whole time. Uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We haven't even done the quote of the episode yet, but I'll just uh, finish off and say that, you know, I was watching and I was really enjoying, but then I was like, you know, there are all these alternate universes, but I guess why haven't, why hasn't the main universe somehow crossed over at some point? You know, I guess it has to do with Loki and Sylvie uh, unlocking the true multiverse but uh, we'll, we'll get into that as we uh, do our review and our breakdown of each episode.
1: So is it time? Is it that time for it the is. quote of the episode? Okay. So we have a quote that is not from What If? But it is from Marvel. It is from Doctor Strange. And it is said by The Ancient One, who also appears in the What If? show, which I appreciated how many different side characters I use. But anyway, we'll get to that. Um, and the quote, again, is from Doctor Strange. And it's, this universe is, is only one of an infinite number, worlds without end. Some benevolent and life giving, others filled with malice and hunger. Dark places where powers older than time lie. Ravenous and waiting. And that is said in Doctor Strange many years ago. When did Doctor Strange come out? Do you know what year? Um Gotta be like twenty sixteen. Two thousand sixteen. Ooh, look at yeah, me. Yeah, is that is that true? Do we know that for a fact?
0: I feel like it came out after dr strange it came out after uh captain america civil war and captain america civil war was 2015 let's see let's i'm see pretty I sure right. i
1: want to test my knowledge dr strange came out dun 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 in 2016 ha ha look at us anyway yeah so they said this in 2016 so clearly they were kind of building that notion of exploring the multiverse and i feel like this show rather than like tiptoeing around it kind of just threw us into a bunch of different multiverses so um it was Mm -hmm. a cool way to do it we saw some that were ravenous as as mentioned in the quote so the ancient one proved to be right and that is why we chose that quote
0: i i I think it's a really when you when you suggested it's very very smart because it 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 does show marvel's uh prowess at like thinking in the future and like setting things up like put planting a tiny seed that will eventually come uh, years later but also like it begs to the question did the ancient one know of the multiverse do you think she knew about people like kang and uh he who remains in the tva like i wonder if dr strange is aware of any of that as well
1: i don't know about the tva um i think she's definitely aware that like these things that happen in what if more so were happening um it seems like in in the what if that version of the ancient one was kind of aware of all this going on. And I don't know. It, it seems like she would know about that. I don't know if she knows specific like, oh, yeah, Kang. He <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah. I, my boy, Kang. I've seen guy. him before. Um, I think she's one of like probably the most powerful beings in that like timeline and in every um, probably in every timeline. But I don't think she like is chilling with. He, he Who Remains and all that. I think, she, I think her knowledge is like from a general standpoint, if I have to guess.
0: Yeah, because – well, Dr. Strange says in the – we don't know if this could be another form of Marvel trickery in their trailers, but in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, Dr. Strange says the multiverse is something we know vastly little about. So I think – Yeah, that's a good point. It's interesting.
1: I can't believe Dr. That. Strange is a Sorcerer Supreme after like a few weeks at uh, Karmontage.
0: That's all I, I have to so- say.
1: <laughs> so – like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm thinking like if the ancient one knows, if the, if Dr. Strange doesn't know, then the ancient one must not have known. And then it's like, well, maybe she just didn't tell him in like the two months he was there.
0: <laughs> she, <laughs> he really was only there for a short amount of time. But you know, know. The, the theory is, is that like, as he was fighting Dormammu in that time loop that he was really in that time loop for like years and years. And like, just that's where, and like, he practiced all those spells all the, that time. And like, it made him like more powerful.
1: Mm, that's like a marvel excuse to get around the fact that
0: so it, it's he's a, been
1: there for two months like it's very skyrim-y like you just become the skyrim. leader of everything well yeah and sky well sky we don't get into video games too much on Popcorn heist but skyrim is my favorite video game and pretty much at the end of skyrim you're like leader of every single faction you can be in skyrim and i feel like dr strange just like rolls up to this these magic people and he's like hey guys he's there for like one quest line
0: and then he becomes the leader of them i feel like i would have liked a little bit more of a definitive like you're the sorcerer supreme now you i know? think that's why they didn't do it though but because they're like he's only been here for two months i love that explanation though if that's true though that he was in that time loop for years that makes it so much cooler <sighs> yeah but but we may never know
1: it's one of those things that's like probably that's true like we can believe that's true but they're never gonna actually explain that. No. but anyway yeah Anyway, we're not here to talk about Doctor Strange. We are here to talk about What If, and we're going to do something a little bit different this time. Um, Usually when we review shows, we kind of do it from a holistic standpoint, but since What If is a bunch of many kind of stories, we're going to discuss each one from the first one to the ninth one, and uh, give each one a little bit of a rating, and um, then at the end, we're going to talk about, within that rating, what uh, what our ranking of each one is. Um, from, yeah. from from worst to best so we're not usually going to do this with shows but uh since it is a show that kind of each episode stands alone each episode kind of deserves its own rating
0: i agree and it's not again like just to clarify uh and emphasize what nick's saying it's not like the popcorn heist report card that we usually review movies with uh this is just kind of a, a different sort of ranking system uh just because what if is a fun series that is kind of connected but like nick said stands on its own so what if
1: jake and nick just rated each episode out of 10 <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's, that's what we're I doing That's gonna be the title of the episode
1: <laughs> oh okay i love that we <laughs> should if, do that
0: what if we rated every episode of marvels what if <laughs> one out of 10 but <laughs> <laughs> it's not a a up <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah and and we feel this is a great way to have conversation about each of them without forgetting about any of them so Definitely. let's start it from the top first episode what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger how'd you feel about this episode
0: Jake so I loved Captain Carter best part of the episode like she was a boss what first of all she's a giant like she yeah. like grew, like and she just started throwing people around like it's complete badass that's all mm-hmm. I'll say is like she stole the show in this episode I think it was a good introductory episode a lot of people were complaining like oh that was just a a weak episode. Like, it's just the same thing as the first Avenger. But I thought that's like a very simple way to, to introduce the concept of like, what, what if is going to be doing, but do it in a way where like, I almost fell in love with captain Carter, like just as much as I love captain America. Um, I don't know. I thought it was like a solid opening to the series.
1: Yeah. I think um, what I was going to say about this episode is, is it's a solid opening to the series. And I agree with you. Captain Carter is probably one of my favorite characters of the of the whole series if not my favorite um but i will say the episode is not really my favorite um yeah i felt like like it's not i don't even think it's one of my favorites i think that um this one kind of took i I think they all take some liberties like it's not like because it's one thing happened like this set off a ripple effect like it, it like sometimes they kind of take a few liberties with like here's the order of events and kind of like oh this happened in this universe because like i guess things are different but it doesn't like always give a direct correlation between the one decision that was made differently and like everything else that happens um i felt like this one definitely took a lot of liberties and at times like the order of events didn't seem to match the first captain america which i felt like was not like the best way to start off um especially because i feel like some of the other episodes like like I don't want to get too far into the other episodes yet, but like the zombies episode, like one thing changes and the whole universe is different. So like they can take those liberties because everything's just so different. This one did kind of try to follow the plot of captain America, but also took enough liberties that it didn't directly follow it. So that was one thing I didn't love about the episode, but ultimately captain Carter's one of my favorite characters, but I will say she's, probably one of my favorite characters because of other episodes, not necessarily this first episode.
0: I, I could agree with that. And that's why I said, like, it was a solid start, but it's definitely not one of my favorite episodes of the series. Um, I think it did more service for her as a character than, like, being a really good episode of What If. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, And yeah, I, I that was a big complaint that I saw, is that people were like, oh, but, they're they, like, you're going to take this liberty here, but then you're not going to follow it exactly how the movie mm-hmm. was, or you're going to do this here. But I think that they kind of, like have a backdoor backdoor explainer written in for themselves, because what if, like, The Watcher starts every episode literally, like, one change leads to infinite, like... But it didn't seem... Like, it seemed like things that
1: happened before Captain America became Captain America in the movie happened after Captain Carter became Captain Carter, and then, like, how you can't change things that happened before that decision. You know what I mean? Like, him getting the Tesseract and stuff, it just seemed... Like, they took a few liberties that, that – I, I, I think that it wasn't a good way to start out the show, like, taking too many liberties because, like, I almost wanted to see, like, the the exact ripple
0: effect rather than just, like, oh, things are different. Yeah, but my, my point of it, the thing that it didn't really, like, bother me is because, like, for example, what, Johann Schmidt, the Red Skull, going to get the Tesseract in Norway, like – Obviously, like you, you start the episode like showing the decision that led to the branch,ed and I think they wanted to still show like, all right, in this universe, like the Tesseract is still going to be in the main MacGuffin. Like, we have to show Red Skull getting it, you know. But didn't yeah. he get? Didn't he get it in a different way? Also, yeah, exactly.
1: So, he like, did. how can that have changed if it was before? I think. Like, it's just a different universe, but like that's not a good. It's not. It doesn't feel like a what if. Spe- like it comes out of the spirit of what if. Yeah, I,
0: I I get that. It's just not something that we could really like drive into the ground. Complain about all that because it's like they had that backdoor explainer. Like, li- if you take it, so if you take his statement literally, like li- there's one universe where Captain Carter uh, became, where uh, Peggy Carter became the first Avenger, and the Red Skull got the Tesseract the same way he did in the movie. And then there's another universe that's exactly the same. I know, but that's, and- I
1: would have run rather if they're, like, I think the first episode of what if it should have been more true to the original source material. And then later on, they can get like more and more different. Yeah. Um, especially if it is going to follow so closely the captain America plot. I could see that. Um, but they kind of tried to balance both. Um, I will say one thing I did appreciate, appreciate about the episode is that Peggy still fell in love with Steve when he wasn't hot yeah yeah (laughs) so i did like that they gave us that answer that she does she didn't it made me feel like her feelings were more genuine in the main storyline too because in an alternate universe where he doesn't become captain america she still falls in love with him so um i really liked that part of it and i really like that steve like got at first i was confused on how like i was like why didn't um howard stark make an iron man suit in the original captain america and then it kind of clicked that he used they had the tesseract earlier so he was able to make the suit for steve um i felt like that was a little confusing but over because that was something i didn't like at first i was like why didn't he make the suit in the movie yeah they just brought this in out of nowhere but i didn't really register that he was able to use the tesseract to make it i think that should have been explained a little bit better but once i got it it clicked a little bit more
0: because I was confused. I think at one point when the Red Skull gets the Tesseract back, I was so confused as to like who had it when. And I, I think mm-hmm. they like you said, they didn't really bring it across clear enough that that's what's powering the suit. And it's also a really nice wink back to Tony Stark in the main MCU universe mm-hmm. is that technically, when he creates that new element in Iron Man 2, it's based off of Howard Stark's research of the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Like the new element that's is true created oh, from that's that true. Element of the Tesseract. So, oh, if, so. He, if he had the Tesseract, he would have made an Iron Man mm-hmm. suit, which is like yeah. really cool.
1: I think yeah. and I think that's a cool thing that they should. I wish they like
0: nailed it a little bit better because it is something that's so cool. Yeah. Um. um a big complaint I saw right after this episode came out is people like didn't really like the voice acting very much like Sebastian and Stan. They specifically they were complaining about like, oh, that's not not very good voice acting. I, to uh, me, I didn't really notice it. I didn't really notice it. Either. I felt like, I feel like sometimes it's
1: jarring to hear, like Sebastian Stan, matched with like a animated character. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it's just we're not used to it. But I don't really think, I, you know, I'm not really nitpicky about that type of stuff anyway. So it
0: didn't it didn't bother me. What did you think of? So the uh, one of the biggest things they changed was that the Red Skull, like he after he loses the Tesseract, his main goal is to unleash this interdimensional Hydra monster like yeah like, what did you what did you th- I think that was alternate. kind of out
1: of out of nowhere but like I get they also had to change the story a little bit and like not have her go right into the ice like Steve did I don't know I I, I didn't really think about it all that much at that point like they had made a lot of random decisions that
0: <laughs> I, I didn't care for all that much so I think that was like I was like okay I just accepted it for a second, I thought it was going to be the rumored villain of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is Shuma Gorath, who's, like, this tentacly, like, inter- interdimensional monster. So I thought that, like, oh, is this how they're introducing the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness villain? But apparently not. But,
1: yeah. Anyway, what's your
0: rating of this episode out of 10, Mr. Jake? Um, It's hard because I'm trying to, like, justify, like, think of what my top rated episode would be. Um, I'll give this one. Are we doing point fives or are we just doing whole numbers out of 10? You could do point whatever's.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I will do a 6.5.
1: Oh, that's very close to what I was going to read it. You know what? <laughs> I'll do a 6.5 too.
0: Okay.
1: I was like, I was like, it's definitely somewhere in the sixes.
0: Yeah. Like, Peggy Carter is the redeeming feature for me.
1: Yeah, her character is great, but like I said, I think her character um, is better in other episodes. Even like I think the other episodes built her up even more for me. I liked her after this one, but um, I think the later episodes she was she was great in
0: the fight scenes. They did show her in though in this. Yeah, episode? I mean she's cool. All right, All I feel right. like I, I lo- right. also
1: love Steve in this episode. Those were the two two best parts. Yeah. Um, anyway, second episode. What if? T'Challa became a Star Lord. I love. I love this episode. <laughs> I love this episode this too. Was so good. <laughs> yeah. It's, At first, I hated that Thanos was just like a good guy, but then I kind of loved it. I it's feel like so I,
0: funny. That's so the, clever. Yeah. Oh my this
1: God. this one this one had a good amount of comedy too. And it needed to because it's Guardians.
0: Yeah, definitely. And like, I don't know. It, it was such like a. It, this was one where it was like really, really different, and I really appreciated that. Like, where were we getting? Yeah. something... I think I, this one helped me accept because I feel like the first one tried to
1: mirror Captain America a little closely. And then this one kind of made me accept that it's not supposed to be like that. It's kind of just like, what if like this? This one really didn't mirror Guardians like at all.
0: Not really. I mean, I guess you could draw a connection, which it like shouldn't like have the collector and stuff. But yeah, really. it, it shouldn't have. And I and
1: I also loved the collector. Like, I feel like he's such an underutilized character in he the was MCU. Like, I was
0: like, why is Benicio Del Toro's voice for him so different, though?
1: Yeah, I guess the voice acting was different. But the fact that he was like super jacked and like uh, like actually avail-
0: like a menacing villain, I loved that. So in that universe, like Captain America and Thor are dead. He had Mjolnir and he had Cap shield as one of his weapons. Did he? Yeah, and he had Hela's uh, guard. Oh, I knew that. Yeah
1: yeah yeah that, i mean that was cool that was they brought in so that many different really little easter cool. eggs i like i really want to watch this one again because i couldn't even process all the easter eggs howard the duck was a like a big character in it oh my, my God, favorite
0: i love
1: <laughs> like thanos was good nebula had hair love that for her <laughs> and like flirted she with t'challa who i don't think those two have ever interacted in mcu Oh, I loved it when they were flirting. Cha Cha, like, she called him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like have they ever have they ever said a word to each other in the MCU, you think? Nope. Doubt. You think it. you think in like you think off screen? Like, do you think the two characters have ever said a word to each other no, in the main story
0: No way.
1: <laughs> you don't think so? You don't think they had a little powwow after the whole endgame thing? No.
0: No way. No. You way. don't think everyone like spoke to each other? I Nebula's not the one to go around making friends with random people okay
1: so so this is the first time these two characters have interacted we think i thought that they were good together i thought they were really good together um i thought this was when i was worried about going into the show because i was like how are they going to justify the fact that black panther was taken for instead of peter like is he gonna be ego's son? But I like that the one changing thing was just that Yandu didn't go himself and that his side guys like messed it up. Yeah. Like
0: I thought that was Craglin messed it up. Like <laughs> And this is like really where you see it become it's they do it in such a clever way, too, that like Peter Quill is like an asshole. <laughs> and like yeah. when he's Star Lord, like he's like <laughs> I love what what's his name? Oh my god, the like Ronan's goon um Korath when he comes to see and he, and yeah there's like, he another name you might know me by yeah, and, and, like, he knew Who? It. and then now he's like a super fanboy of T'Challa yeah card. and he knew it oh, like, I love that too that was really funny how like yeah. obviously Peter Quill like no one knows him they just blow him off and then like T'Challa is like the most pure human in the universe and he's like man. an
1: intergalactic superstar
0: I love that that yeah, was I so-
1: love that too and he like turned all the um Ravagers like good mm-hmm Oh, I, this one, this one was a really good one. Yeah. They got a lot done in this one too. They did. Like this one felt longer than 30 minutes.
0: The, the Thanos stuff was really well done too. Like, I I, mean,
1: it's, it's a tough concept to get people to accept, but it worked.
0: They, they really just leaned right into it. I loved him in the conversation. I think at the end in, when they're all in Wakanda, like partying and he's like, come on. Like, it's just a, what, what did he say? It's like, it's. Uh, he's like, it just makes sense. You know, just eliminate half a life. He's like trying to justify his. Oh, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a really good one. Yeah. Rating on this one, Mr. Jacob. Um, I'm going to go 8.5 on this one. Oh, OK. I'm going to go higher on this one. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 8.9 on this one. I don't think it's quite like a 90 percent, like a nine. You know what? I'll give it a nine.
0: Give it a, <laughs> give give it a I'll give it a, a nine. give it a eight point eight for me uh, Oh yeah I I, I
1: feel like 100. this one was like one of my one of my favorites yeah like this one this one was honestly a lot of them are really good but this one was like really fun like so different um they just went for it and everything
0: seemed to work this was one of the ones where I didn't know this until after what if all the episodes came out but they announced that before Chadwick Boseman passed away. They planned on making a spin-off series, a completely animated of T'Challa, Star Lord, and the Ravagers, and I was oh, like, oh, I would have loved that. I would have loved that. This too. is one of the concepts where it could really work. Because yeah, you're been, like, right. So you're really right. Tone.
1: You're really right. I didn't know that, but that's uh, that that's that's super sad. But yeah, I could I could see this being its own its own channel.
0: And they had a nice um, little tribute to Chadwick at the end. Yeah.
1: The yep. All right. Episode three. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes?
0: So <laughs> I think every person I spoke to after this episode, um, Alyssa and Kelly from what from uh Simps Guide to the MCU and a few other friends that I know that watch it, they're <laughs> all same response to the episode. Interesting. Dot dot dot. Like Yeah. I thought parts of it were super awesome, and then other parts I was like, okay. You know, like it it didn't really leave me like, wow, that was a great episode. But it was just like, that was an interesting episode. I did not expect that, you know. Uh,
1: What? What happened to Captain America?
0: He was one of the ones that they didn't. It was before he's unthawed. So this happens all during Fury's big week where Iron Man 2, Incredible Hulk, Hmm. and Thor all take place.
1: It's just something about that. Like, what was the point of having Captain America not be...
0: Well, because he shows Kill. up in in the la- in the finale when uh, Black Widow gets to return to that universe where she, where she was killed oh. by Hank M, and it's uh, the Avengers consist of um, Nick Fury, okay. um, the Wasp, Captain Marvel, and Captain America.
1: Okay, I didn't really put that all together, but um, oh, not. I the don't wasp, know.
0: She's dead in that universe. I guess
1: that might be another what if, but like right now, that kind of feels like. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes, but it didn't lose, like, one of its mightiest? So it felt like... I was like... The whole episode, I was like, okay, so what's going to happen with Captain America? Like, whatever. But yeah, I felt like this one, like, it it had potential, but it went quickly through, like, a lot of the deaths, I feel
0: like. and Some of them, like, especially the Thor one, I was like, that would kill him? Like, Hawkeye just, like, shot him. And, like...
1: Do you really think Hank Pym could kill all the Avengers?
0: I think that va- they are vastly underestimated. Uh, the Pym's and like the Pym particles and anybody who has like the yellow jacket suit or the Ant-Man suit. I think. Come the-
1: on. He could
0: kill Thor. I guess Thor didn't have his powers. No, he- I mean, he still has strength, like he durability and strength and stuff. But that was not him. like. Like that wasn't Hank Pym that, that like. Really it was just an arrow. Yeah, it was just an arrow but
1: i think that thor didn't have his powers during thor 1 until he got the hammer back right
0: i think he still has like that asgardian durability and like strength
1: i don't think he has his full power so i'll i'll
0: buy it but i just i don't know <laughs> i just don't know about this one but it was it was really i i liked how it was kind of a who done it almost and you were like trying to figure out like i knew immediately yeah. i'll i'll say that out front i knew immediately it was like it was an ant-man character really why Because Black Widow gives Tony Stark the needle. I'm like, what could fit in a needle that would suddenly kill him?
1: Yeah, I had no clue. (laughs) (laughs) I really had no clue.
0: No, I I knew right away that it was it was an Ant-Man character. I didn't know it would be Hank Pym. I thought like, oh, is there an evil Scott Lang? Is is, like Janet like evil in this universe? I think that they're vastly underestimated. And I love that they made them like, wow, like he's even worse than some of the villains in like the main. uh, Yeah. Yeah. i
1: i also i think a and i like i i could be missing something here maybe it's because i watched it a little a little while ago uh, what was like the one change i feel like this one didn't have like a one like here's the one thing that changed
0: yeah it didn't really um the explainer for why he was picking people off the list is because hope was an agent of shield and she died on a mission and so i i would like to have had like this is the one difference yeah um,
1: but yeah, I mean, this one, this one was interesting. I, I, it was like enjoyable to watch, but it's not like one
0: of the ones that I'm like, I need to watch again. When, when it, when they showed that it was Hank Pym, Yellow Jacket, like what, what were your thoughts? Were you surprised? I was like,
1: I, I was, I was surprised. I do like that. It was, like I said, I liked how they used like a lot of the side characters. Like, I feel like it's easy to just be like, yeah, a big character came and here's what happened. Like, I liked that. It was just like the main thrust was like the Avengers dying. And then it ended up kind of just being like a side character who did it. Um And I guess a side character that according to you, you believe could do it. Um I don't know if I agree, but um, I think, I, I think it was cool that it was Hank Pym. I just wish that there was more of like a, here's the one change that made him go off the, off the rails.
0: I think that's one thing that it was missing. Yeah. But does solidify that he's an asshole in every reality. <laughs> <laughs> He sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I never knew you didn't like Hang pym like that. I mean, he's like okay, but like he's kind of an asshole in
1: the main yeah. reality. A little bit. Yeah, he is. um I also enjoyed this one slightly more because it was it came out directly after we went to San Francisco and it was like the final battles like right in front of the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, I was just right there like a few weeks ago. That Where was like a, the week uh, after
0: yeah it was, no it was it might I have mean, been two weeks after no it i remember it was like the week after I, I was watching it i was like that's pretty crazy yeah um that was a great final battle too like loki disguises mcferry yeah. and <laughs> bitch slapping uh yeah the what's his name hank pym
1: yeah 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 oh i forgot about that <laughs>
0: that was a good final battle yeah that was really good, cool. and i like that aspect that like it kind of had the what if like you got to see a what if version of loki like what would loki have done if mm-hmm, thor mm-hmm. just like died all of a sudden yeah i like how they weave loki into a few of these episodes and also can we talk about no more ed norton hulk it was mark ruffalo in the mm, in the, the timeline yeah. of incredible hulk
1: yeah They brought back and, betty ross oh, you know what episode gets a 10 because betty ross is in it oh Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what is your rating for this episode?
0: Um, seven. It's a hard seven for me. Seven. Um, I'll give it a.
1: Hmm. Give it a six (laughs) point (laughs) eight. Um, I feel like it was slightly better than the Captain Carter episode, but also not like my favorite either
0: yeah i think that the the reason why like the whole hope thing could have been expanded a little bit more Mm -hmm. to make it more meaningful like when i found out that it was hank pin i was like oh my god that's so cool but like it just kind of just came very fast like oh it's because of hope like Mm -hmm. when black widow had the realization yeah um also i talked about this with Alyssa. i think that this is kind of them low-key like planting the seeds in our minds like okay the hulk can be killed some way just in case they want to like get him killed in the mcu i like
1: that i like that they killed him
0: (laughs) you hate you hate (laughs) i don't like the hulk
1: that much (laughs) anyway
0: next episode what if dr strange lost his heart instead of his hands this was probably one of the most well-rounded episodes i think this one's one of my favorite in in addition to the t'challa star lord like it actually felt like everything came full circle. It didn't feel like anything was too rushed um, or they were leaving anything major out of it, in my opinion. I think, like, there wasn't anything where I was like, like, in episode three, where, okay, that's really cool, but, like, why didn't you expand on this part? Mm -hmm. Like, I could have used a little bit more here. I think Mm -hmm. it was a solid premise, and it also kind of toyed with um, that even though he's super powerful and can technically manipulate time, that these what-if scenarios can't be reversed. I think that was a cool seed to plant also.
1: Yeah, I think I do think it was kind of similar to episode three, missing that one, like, here's the one thing that changed because, like, that moment never existed in the original universe where, like, they were in the car together. Um, So I think it was missing that a little bit, but um, I think that's kind of just something I'll have to get over because I love the rest of the episode. Um, I also, another... I'm saying I love the episode, but I'm giving another qualm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> another tiny qualm is i think it was a little bit too easy for him to get all that power with all the different creatures um i feel like he he did it and he became super powerful because of it and then there was not really any repercussions of like him getting all that power like the repercussions were more coming from him like trying to reverse out what happened with um I can't remember her character's name, Christine. Christine. Um, Like, I feel like the repercussions came like directly from him, like having to watch her die so many times. Not necessarily him, like absorbing the power of all the animals. I felt like he should have had to pay some more of a price for getting all that
0: power. I think he pays like with his humanity. Like he's completely disfigured. I think we even seen in the finale. But at the end of the show, he's like
1: fine. He's like redeemed
0: in the final battle. Like you see, like one point that he like can't control it, and it was like the the beast was like hurting him and stuff
1: yeah i don't know i wish there was a little bit more of like repercussions for it,
0: it but i i
1: also love i love that character i love like that dr strange version i think he's super cool. i don't love dr strange you know i don't like dr strange that much yeah i, I love his evil evil twin
0: so what why <laughs> t- t- i want to i want to hear
1: why do i love the evil twin yeah because i like
0: villains <laughs> <laughs> no because i like
1: i like that he like i don't know like he he's not just evil to be because he's like an evil guy he's evil because he tormented himself so much over what happened in the past um and it was like one small decision that like you see the version of him when he makes that decision and the version of him when he doesn't make that decision so i felt like it was cool to see that i also just think it was cool as much as i wish he paid more of a price for absorbing the powers like i just think it's like cool that they explored that type of magic because i feel like sometimes dr strange's magic is just like okay He went to this place and learned sorcery where it's cool that like it explained where all these new powers that this evil version has comes from.
0: I think we're I don't quote me on this, but I think we're supposed to believe or we're supposed to infer that the guy that he went to in that temple to like absorb all those creatures is Cagliostro. Like the ancient sorcerer who wrote the book that Caecilius summoned Dormammu from. Mm. That could, could be. Could very well be. Perhaps. Yeah, and I, I like that he...
1: kind of, like, lost in this one. Like, I like that, th- that it ends and his whole universe is just, like, a little crystal. I don't know. I felt like that was, like, desolate and I kind of love a desolate ending. That's a, It was a very Twilight Zone ending yeah. where you were like, Ooh. oof. <laughs> I love that, though. You know, like, that. it was like... Yeah, very Twilight Zone, Black Mirror. It was like, okay, not a happy ending.
0: Yeah, the, the I will say the only thing... I think I think the only thing for me really that that fell short in the episode, uh, I guess I can understand what you're saying is like that there's still lacking that one point. But I guess just in this universe, he went he went with Christine, you know, like there might be be tons of universes where he did that. But the one thing was like the point when the ancient one um, comes to fight him and splits him into two. Like I felt like I didn't really understand that that didn't translate until they explained it later. Like, that kind of came out of yeah. nowhere. From, yeah, from- I
1: mean, that's true. But I also think they had to kind of show both of the Stranges. Um, I like that. But yeah, was- you're right. They didn't really explain it well. But I do like
0: that they were able to show, like, the differences between the two of them. Um,
1: yeah, I really like this one.
0: Yeah, and I think that, like, that's what I want to see from Dr. Trench Multiverse of Madness and other sequels is them to get into that really, like, cool, dark supernatural elements like with all those creatures and him absorbing them like i feel like the doctor strange origin movie was a l- really cool i mean I, I like doctor strange a lot and his powers and they kind of gave you a glimpse of more stuff in infinity war when he fights <sighs> Thanos. but like i want to yeah. see more expansive powers yeah than just, and like, not just like, like, the- like the shields yeah the shields and the blasts and the whips yeah and
1: stuff. i i agree and i like i said i think sometimes they skimped out on like how he kind of really got his powers other than reading a few books like, is, can, why doesn't Spider-Man also become a sorcerer? Like, you know what I mean? He's a freaking nerd. <laughs> you know Spider-Man. what I mean? Like, why, do, why don't they all go to sorcerer's school? I don't get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, this was a good one, though. Yeah. Um, I also like yeah. when the, the what-ifs give you, like, a character that you really like. That's not in the original Marvel Universe, and this one really did that. Yeah. Um, and it's also kind of like a villainy character. So um, it's also – I feel like the first episode that ends in – like a not win
0: yeah yeah i would say well technically the t'challa star lord episode ends with ego going to peter quill in the dairy queen
1: yeah but that's like not directly it's not like a not win for the main characters that are the whole episode's about
0: yeah yeah I, i get what you mean yeah and it's also the first episode that uatu the watcher like actually speaks to Mm, one of the guys. Yeah, that was cool. That was it really was cool. cool. Right? Yep. Ratings on this one, Mr. Jake. Um I'll go eight point five on this. No, 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 no. What did I give to Charles lord I gave it eight eight. Mm-hmm. I definitely like the Charles Star Lord better than this one. So I'll go eight point five.
1: Yeah, I think I like uh Charles Star Lord slightly better than this one, also. I'll go I'll go an 8.7 on this one. <laughs> okay next what if zombies exclamation point question mark well it might be the reverse might be question mark exclamation point but it's one (laughs) of it's one of the two
0: (laughs) um so going into the i know you weren't as excited for this one as i as i was but i was really looking forward to this episode and it was kind of just a lot you know I, i this one was the most different this was the most like Wow, a lot is happening right now and I like it, but at the same time, I'm also like I wish this was longer so that they could devote more to it. This feels like such a big concept that they it needs to be an hour or it needs to be like a subplot in Multiverse of Madness or something like that, you know.
1: Yeah. I think this one was a lot. Um I wasn't as excited for this one because I was like, How are they gonna explain that? Like, you know, I've as I've been saying this whole episode, I want that one thing that's different. In this universe, um, I felt like they actually did a solid job of giving it to us in this one. Um, what was, it was the reason? It was
0: that Janet brought back a quantum yeah. virus.
1: I I, I like that. I like that. The, I like the way they did that. I think that made sense. Um, I, I it made me buy it. And I also liked. I love a zombie story. I love The Walking Dead. Um, still have to watch the most recent season, but I watch further than most people. So I love a zombie story. And I think once that like they gave me that reasoning why this would be in a universe it made more sense to me. Um, I like that they also keep their powers when they turn into zombies. I thought that was cool. I thought that was, that like, was different cool. than any other zombie story. Um, they're kind of like... and
0: um, is, is World War Z when they're like intelligent zombies? or, or um, Yeah, they're, the dead, kind they're like
1: more fast in World War Z, I feel like. um, Yeah, but I, I like that they kept their powers. And I felt like this one, as much as it's... I mean, it does kind of have a desolate ending but um like the whole episode is kind of desolate and dreary and like they keep losing people throughout it so i thought that was kind of cool
0: It that was cool that was one thing that i liked about it um it, it was a little interesting to me how like happy survived but black panther didn't or yeah well, actually actually he does in in the end but well yeah um, that's true uh, and it was interesting that they decided to put it on the backdrop of infinity war also I guess just to have that downing downer ending of a uh, Thanos the zombie Thanos mm-hmm. but I don't know I think it maybe it was also for to have that moment with Hulk uh, coming back to earth and then find, it was it, it was just I, I, as I was going through the episode, I was like, I wonder how the, these characters specifically came together. I would have loved to see like how this all – how the zombie apocalypse spread everywhere. Like why was it – how did Wasp meet Spider-Man, meet mm-hmm. Happy Hogan, meet uh, the Winter Soldier and like form like a zombie hunting team together?
1: Yeah, I would have liked more, more of that as well. Um, I also – I do think it did a good job of like connecting characters who we haven't seen connected before like the Wasp and Spider-Man. So I like that about it um
0: they had yeah it was interesting
1: how those people how everyone survived they didn't i I think it would have been cool to see like some of the other characters falling also like how did they get turned into zombies and stuff i don't think we saw enough of that
0: yeah like they gave us like that one little flashback of like uh, i think it was tony cap and black panther walking out of the the quinjet and Mm -hmm. then they all they immediately all just get like screwed up yeah yeah
1: I'm, I also liked that they explored a little bit of Vision and Wanda and like they got a toxic relationship, man. They really do. They really like be ruining universes out here. <laughs> um like, are you kidding?
0: Um Was that a jarring thing for you, or do you think that like were you like what the hell? Or I was you- like, that was we I wasn't expecting it, but I liked it. I liked
1: it. Um and I also liked I love it when they show me that Wanda is like the most powerful one, and I feel like they did a solid job in this one of being like, "Oh no, yeah, she's a zombie. That is a not good for anyone." Um, poor Black Panther, damn, Had yeah, to slowly eaten alive, like- yeah. Um, so I I like that they explored that relationship, and he was just like, "What am I supposed to do? She's hungry." <laughs> <laughs> Um, they got a toxic relationship. They'd be ruining uh, universes. They they need to cut it in every universe. Um,
0: not good. But I like that twist. What did you think? Um, oh, first of all, Wasp and Spider-Man had a... They were a, yeah. a little mm. vibes going on there. Yeah,
1: Ant-Man's d- severed head is not going to be
0: happy <laughs> about that one. That was funny. That I was funny. That was a funny way
1: to include Ant-Man. Um, that was funny. Actually... I was confused. This is—we'll get more into this when we talk about other episodes. But I was—it was pretty clear. A lot of the episodes, who they were going to bring into the final battle of the whole show. This episode, after the episode, I was like, "Who can they bring in?" Um, I thought it might have been Severed Head, Ant Man. But I loved the way they incorporated this episode later on, and we'll—we'll we'll get into that when we talk about other episodes.
0: Yeah. Um, what you call? so but kind of the final battle of this episode is hulk sacrifices himself mm-hmm. to go fight scott Scar- who do you think would have off screen won won that battle i mean do you think it was a stalemate do you think hulk, hulk like could be turned into a zombie yeah i think he yeah 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 i think it's assumed that he done it's they said in the in the episode it's saliva that turned him into that turns them into zombies it's not a bite actually I'm pretty sure so technically but I don't know how that works like does it have to they have kiss? to kiss <laughs> <laughs> um
1: judging. yeah that was yeah I, I I think I think I think it was assumed Hulk's, Hulk's done um how would you feel about the ending of this episode
0: was not expecting it at all but I, I liked it I thought it was cool but I was also like what does that mean you know oh it means they're all done yeah, but like, is that is means that still, the
1: universe is screwed?
0: Is that still Zombie Thanos' plan to erase all half of all life, or is it just to get more life now so he could eat more people?
1: I think it just means that they're all screwed in the universe. That universe is like
0: just done. Yeah, I, I which like is why da- I
1: think they incorporated, incorporated it later on the way they did.
0: I like the downer ending, but I was just, I love I was a like, downer ending. oh, that was cool, but then at the same time, I was like, I don't know like what it what uh,
1: may I mean maybe they'll explore it in a future episode, but I almost feel like I kind of like that it's not explained and it's like, oh well, there goes that universe. Yeah. Ratings on this episode.
0: Um What did I give the I gave the Hank Pym one a seven, right? You gave a seven, yeah. Uh I'm gonna give this one another seven. Okay, okay. It felt very like a lot and again like marvel zombies you got to devote a whole thing to best part of the episode for me other than like the wanda and vision stuff was also seeing spider-man because i just love spider-man like, mom was how beautiful
1: bucky looked in animation in this episode i couldn't the, i couldn't get over it
0: in the shower <laughs> I, texted, I texted
1: i texted the simps in our chat how good does bucky look animated i think you were in the chat when i said yeah it. yeah um Bucky looked great. <laughs> um, I'll give this one a seven point. I'll give this one a seven point five. I like this one. Like it wasn't my favorite ever, but I thought it was really good. I thought it was really enjoyable. I thought they executed better than I thought it would. Than than I thought they would. Okay. righty. Next episode. What if Killmonger rescued Tony? This episode was really good. I like really like this episode. Yeah, this was a good one. Like I don't know that this one stands out as one like one of my favorites though
0: what's the repeat the name of the episode again what if killmonger rescued tony okay so i guess that's like a defining moment also because we kind of find out that that was his scheme it's not like he just stumbled upon tony like he mm-hmm. had multiple schemes of how to take over wakanda and this mm-hmm. was one of his schemes yeah which i thought was so cool like such a convoluted like really cool scheme um he un- literally it just shows how not not only how powerful he is but just how smart killmonger is like mm-hmm. he was able to figure out and reveal everything about obadiah stain the 10 rings uh take advantage of tony and like build even more powerful iron man suits that he possibly could then just use them it was i felt like it was an emperor palpatine like creating an army uh scheme like where he created that whole iron man army bot just to get into wakanda and then turn them against each other it was really really cool i thought he was awesome
1: yeah he pretty much like espionage the whole world
0: yeah pretty cool literally.
1: it was pretty cool um yeah, I like this one. I like how I like how him and Tony were bros. I was kinda like sad to see that go to the wayside. But of course Killmonger's a villain. Um I felt like Tony went out quickly in this one. I kind of wish he was like more of a He went player. out quickly in every episode. That's the whole yeah. theme. What if <laughs> poor Tony. <laughs> yeah, poor Tony. Um he lasted much longer in the real MCU. But anyway. Um yeah, I thought this was a good one. I, I I feel like most of them followed one movie. This one kind of followed both Iron Man and Black Panther, which was interesting too. But I, I liked it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm there, This was, I feel like, the most like technological one. What do you mean? Like the, a, a lot of the other ones are like spacey and magicy. Um, this one was like very technological. Like it was a lot of like Iron Man suits and like Wakandian technology. So it was kind of cool to like see those clash a little bit.
0: It was. Yeah, and I feel like we don't. We didn't really get that a lot in the MCU just because of how late Black Panther came into the game. Mm-hmm. And this was the, I guess you, you could say, like, Tony was most involved in this episode out of the entire series. Yeah, and, definitely. You know, I'm, I'm a big Tony Stark fan, a big Iron Man fan. And Killmonger is, I wouldn't say he's as technically smart as Tony, but tactically He's I mean, smarter. he
1: used Tony's intelligence to his advantage.
0: I feel exactly. Like. So I think so. I, that was really cool to see that pairing. And that's not initially a pairing that I would have thought of. I so. think
1: that the name of the show is random, random pairings.
0: Exactly. But that's like, like a really smart. Well, like you could just put a random pairing together. Like, yeah, I don't know where I like. I
1: mean, these characters have never met.
0: Yeah, you right. So yeah, you're right. It was definitely a random pairing, but it worked well. It it really did, yeah. And to see him with the gold jaguar outfit and become like, act. It, it was cool that Pepper kind of figured him out. Mm-hmm. And, like, I like it, that they
1: her and uh, Happy were like not that trusting of him. Yeah, or her was it her? And, it was her and uh,
0: her and, and War Machine
1: and, and, and War Machine and Shuri. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. They were an interesting duo. Um. I'm glad that they like kind of sent that that uh bromance turned romance turned arch nemesis
0: um it was just an interesting duo that kind of worked well and he straight up killed uh t'challa too also yeah. that, that was surprising to me like when it happened i was like oh is he dead yeah like i think he i think what yeah i think what was like confusing to me was like that he had his black panther suit on and killmonger just like shoots him Right, but does he have his mask off or something? I don't remember. But it was- I don't remember exactly how he killed, how he takes out the Chala. Yeah, take out the Chala. And it was also cool. Um, last thing about it is that they kind of like put a little bit of Michael B. Jordan's character into Killmonger when he like designs the suit and he's like, "What? I'm a fan of anime." And he's yeah,
1: like- I like that too. I like that too. <laughs> Staple of Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Um, anyway, ratings on this one.
0: Um, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go 8.8 again on this one. I think it's like Ooh. the same as T'Challa Star-Lord for me. Mine's a little bit lower.
1: I'm going to go – I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go like an 8. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go an 8. That's fair. Um, Yeah, it's. It, I like this one, but it's not like my favorite ever. I think they did get a lot done in this one also though. They it did. A whole, it,
0: was, it, it was effective. It wasn't like – They had a whole world war. Yeah. <laughs> literally, yeah. Multiple world wars. Yeah, it literally. In, yeah. So
1: that was pretty cool. Um anyway, next episode. What if Thor were
0: an only child? This was like the the lightest episode they possibly had. But it
1: was awesome. <laughs> I loved this one. Like after this one, I was like, that one was really enjoyable. It was it was fun. And it also like gives you a hint to the next one, which was like a really cool ending too. Um I feel like the whole, like, his mom was coming thing wasn't, like, the best resolution to the problem, but I loved, I loved that, like, they just threw every intergalactic character into it, like, everyone. Loki was, like, a a frost frost giant. giant. Um, That was really cool. Uh, They were just, like,
0: in Vegas the whole
1: episode.
0: (laughs) It was kind of, like, it was really fun, but it was also, like, their episode where they were just, like, all right, we're just kind of, just kind of throw everything in this episode yeah but i, I feel like they needed one they definitely did it's, but it wasn't like i felt like this was the most one-off episode in what if there was
1: yeah but i love a good party so i know i love a good party <laughs> <laughs> i'm i was a fan of this one um I, like i said i didn't love the whole mom's coming thing mom's coming thing um it felt like a little bit of a kid's movie but other than that, I really liked it. I liked that they just kind of sent it and just threw a party around the whole world. Like, if you're going to do what if, what what better way to do it than just throw a whole <laughs> party on all of Earth? Um, and I just love, like, seeing Earth's reaction to it, too.
0: Yeah, like, they didn't care at all, which yeah. which is another thing. Like, at this point, Thor was, like, the first alien that anyone had ever like, seen. Like, what are they supposed to do? Yeah, but what are they supposed to do when, like, hundreds of aliens just roll up? I don't know. And, like, yeah, aren't, aren't hostile – that's true. I guess you get you get married to one. I love Darcy and uh, Howard the Duck are yeah. in this
1: episode. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Marvel was a little bit annoying, but that's expected.
0: Oh, I knew you you would. <laughs> <laughs> Even in What If I Don't Love Her. Did you expect that? I really didn't. But that's like kind of a fight that people have been wanting to see. Uh, for yeah. A while. Cool. The fight was cool. It was. It just, it kind of felt like a Man of Steel fight to me. Oh, yeah. Bah, 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 bah.
1: But yeah. what else can you expect from those two?
0: yeah i don't know she was oh, oh and it disproved that she can lift yes
1: i love that i love <laughs> that because she cannot lift it she <laughs> definitely cannot lift it it is not
0: her decision to make
1: <laughs> yeah um but maybe in the main timeline she can jake <laughs> i doubt it no i doubt it i doubt it um yeah i i actually do like that they made captain marvel like a bigger character throughout what if because I feel like she is like an important entity in the universe. Um, but of course she was a little bit annoying in this episode. Um, but I ultimately love this episode. I thought it was very funny. Um,
0: it was it was a very like Chris Hemsworthy like funny Thor episode. like he really I, it seemed like he had a lot of fun shooting. Yeah, past. I had a lot of fun watching it. I did too. Yeah.
1: I like this one, except for the <laughs> mom's coming thing. Honestly, I didn't love I the agree. voice for Friga either. She sounded like Fiona's mom in Trek.
0: I I don't really remember, but that's really funny that you remember what <laughs> Fiona's mom sounds like from Trek.
1: <laughs> she sounded like too proper. She wasn't like chill. I feel like Friga would have been like, "Oh, Thor." But like not really cared. What? And then she was like <laughs> teaching class, like that was weird. What do you mean? Like when like class. when she came, when she yeah. came, he was like teaching a class. It was
0: funny, but it was weird. <laughs> It, it was very much like a kids' movie. I'll, I'll yeah. give you that. Like, yeah. Oh,
1: mom's coming! It kind of felt like
0: <laughs> this is a bad comparison. It felt like Cat in the Hat when they have to hide the mess <laughs> from the mom. <laughs> oh, exactly like Cat in the Hat. Ten. <laughs> That's the only comparison I can make right now. Oh my um, god! Ratings on this one. Um, I'll give it an eight point two. Eight point two. Okay. 8.2. I'll give it a. Hmm.
1: I'll give it an 8.5. How about that? Go for it. Okay. What if Ultron won? Favorite episode of the season. This is definitely my favorite episode. <laughs> I have one qualm with this episode. The fact that he cut Thanos in half with one Infinity Stone when, when Thanos had all the rest. Right? All the rest? Or is it. He all had all the rest. rest right? Hate that. Other than that, they had to get on other things. I get it, but poorly written. Other than that, episode was pristine. Love Ultron. He is hot. <laughs> like, he is awesome looking. Um, wish the voice was James Spader,
0: but what can you do? Yeah. I, I was really hoping. I was, like, watching those opening credits intensely, like, waiting for James Spader's name to show up. Oh. I love
1: James Spader is Ultron, so I was really hoping for it, but, um, okay, two qualms. James Spader and that he cuts Thanos in half. There we go. Um, yeah. I do think they brushed over a little bit also, like, how he won. What do you mean? Right? Like, how he did actually win. Oh, I guess he just made the – he, like, got himself into, into Vision's body, right? I guess it's, like, the difference. That's
0: – yeah, that's – Okay, the difference I'll is take that. that. They, they never succeeded in their mission to get, Vision. To, to get the vision's body. Okay, I'm good with it. Yeah,
1: I'm good with it. Yeah, okay. Oh,
0: in vision's body, he was able to one, kill all the Avengers except for Hawkeye and Black Widow, mm-hmm. to get into the nuclear codes and fire the, all the nuclear codes to kill like literally every person on earth except for Black, Black Widow and Hawkeye. Which
1: that was interesting too that they're the only ones to survive. Yeah, but that was really cool because like, I like
0: that it's them, but like
1: it was weird that they didn't address the fact that there might be other people on earth that were also like not killed by it.
0: That was a question I had coming out. I was discussing with Alyssa. She was like <laughs> her qualm she always comes to me with like these very nitpicky qualms. She came to me, she's yeah. like <laughs> and she's like, That doesn't make any sense. Who would have made Clint's metal arm? There's no one on earth. And I was like, that that didn't cross my mind
1: at all. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I, this one was this one was real good. Also, a great part of the episode. My favorite MCU villain, Zola. Uh,
0: <laughs> what if? What if Zola if really, really did Zola and Ultron? That' oh, that's, solid. That's why I
1: liked "What If" a lot because they did. They were able to do Zola. They were able to do the Collector. They did. I mean, they did Ultron in the movies. I feel like I didn't. They did Ultron great in this as well, but like. They were able to expand on him and actually have him be, like, a huge force. Um, Yeah. They were able to really explore some of the characters that had to go by the wayside for story purposes. And Zola is one of them, and he is one of my favorite MCU villains. I mean, Zola and Ultron are both two of my favorites. Two, slept on MCU villains. I love them both. Uh, so I was happy
0: to like spend more time with both of them. And Nick, how long have how long have you and I been preaching how great Zola is? And this finally showed like I the baddest one of the baddest of the bad, Ultron. Like literally, everyone is dead on this universe, and who's the only person that could stop him is Zola.
1: Zola. I know, so Matt slept from. on in the first Captain America movie. I was like, I like that cute little doctor guy, <laughs> <laughs> and he ends up being. And then, and then when I was watching Winter Soldier, you were like oh you're gonna love the, like something that happens and i was like what and then when zola came back i was like
0: yes it was so <laughs> cool like and they went back to the civil war facility where yeah and the they did a whole too. like clint sacrificed
1: himself the same way black widow sacrificed herself it was majestic that was really cool um yeah but i love that it was in the civil war facility um
0: oh this
1: one was really good
0: Yeah. I, going back to your qualm about Thanos is like I did really not like that at all. I mean like wh- – so we we got to see Zola go up against Ultron, which obviously we love because we love Zola and Ultron. But like how cool would it have been to see like an actually like super-powered like not-wussy Vision go up against Thanos? That would have been so cool. Thanos would sort have of rocked him. He did rock him. No, but, like, this is Ultron in Vision's body. Go up against Thanos. Dude, Thanos,
1: when he had all those Infinity Stones except the Mind Stone, knocked over all the Avengers and just ripped the Infinity Stone out of Vision's head. There's no way he would have gotten cut in half like that.
0: I don't know. I don't know if he would have gotten cut in half, but still, I would have loved to see that battle. That would have been so cool. I think think Thanos would have rocked Ultron. With five Infinity Stones versus one, well, because he's got vibranium. He broke through the vibranium, I guess you could say, Thanos when he plucked him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but yeah. still, that's, that's kind that would of weird. A, that would have been a cool. Yeah. That, scene. Oh my I'm god, gonna... he did just break through the vibranium.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Jeez, he's got strong skin. That would have hurt his little fingies. Um, anyway.
0: <laughs> 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 um, so, were you expecting that they were going to do like Ultron assembling all the Infinity Stones like Thanos? Because that's what I kind I of wish. I kind of wish they did. I think that was a missed opportunity. I I think that they
1: wanted to both tell the Black Widow and Hawkeye story and tell the the Ultron Infinity Stone story. So they couldn't like really do both. But I kind of wish that like Ultron's part of the episode was him collecting the Infinity Stones and then maybe killing Thanos when he's like getting one of them. Like maybe Thanos had the Power Stone already and he like fights Thanos for that one, which would have been a great battle to see, not just cutting in half and like then he goes back and fights Zola and Hawkeye and Black Widow. Maybe that would have been too much to get done, but um I think that would have been cooler.
0: The timeline was a little wonky there because like did did they just wait 5 years and then Thanos showed up or did Thanos come early in this universe? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah that's that's true too. That's that true was too. One thing I was wondering. I wish he collected the Infinity Stones. He, sh- he really should have. That would have ma- I, that would have made the episode a lot better, even though this is we- the best
0: episode. I don't know who he would have sacrificed for the soul stone, but maybe they could have found a way to do it. I'm not sure. He sacrifices one of his little bots.
1: (laughs) 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 No, I don't know. That's, that's a good point, but like, you can't just avoid plot points like that because I don't
0: know. No, they would have had to figure out a way to do it. I mean, I guess you could, in a sadistic way, you could have said no, but he hates Tony. I was going to, I was going to say maybe he would sacrifice Tony, but he hate, he like doesn't love him in any way. Yeah.
1: Maybe Um, he just
0: like pushes red skull over the edge and, something like that <laughs> i don't um, think that's how it works but what one of the best fights in the series also was ultron versus the watcher that was so cool when, yeah like, as, as he started to like figure out like i see when he like looked mm-hmm. into the crystals mm-hmm. and he's like oh i see you and the watcher was like actually scared
1: and they're like fighting through the different universes so cool. which
0: also confirms mustafar because one of the one of the uh, the universes they crash through is vader's castle in the background oh my god i don't know if i like that <laughs> You said you liked it when I told you that. Yeah, oh, Star
1: Wars and Marvel are separate. You know, ET is in Star Wars. Yeah, I yeah, he's done, yeah. he's on the council. There, so now Wars. ET is in Marvel too. There we go. Uh, oh,
0: well, you know, uh, that- assemble him,
1: please. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's probably that, um, old
0: enough now to really get into uh, tussle. Yeah, he's he's jacked up enough that yeah. he can he can join the Avengers. Ultron. Um, do you know that one of the episodes pitched for? this season was a star Wars Marvel crossover. And then Kevin Feige was like, that's what, like, I love that, but that's too much. People aren't ready for that. I'm mm-hmm. not ready. I
1: don't know if I'll ever be ready. For I don't know
0: if I'm ready, but, but I would have loved it regardless. You know, I'm, I don't like, think I'm ready. Up. I don't think I'm ready for that. I don't think I want that. That'd be so weird. I don't know how they would have done like, it. Cause so Star uh, Wars,
1: Star Wars don't have multiverses. How are you going to do that? I don't know. They said they were going to have Luke Skywalker in it with a lightsaber. This yeah. isn't space jam too. You can't just hop from universe to universe. But it could be.
0: It could be. <laughs> just imagine what it how glorious it would be. <laughs> oh my god. What if the Avengers played basketball against the Looney Tunes? <laughs> wow. That's what they should
1: do. Yes. That's a crossover I'd love to Please. see. Um anyway, ratings on this episode.
0: Um I don't think it's a it's a ten. No. The, the, it definitely had some flaws. Um, but I'll go nine. 9 I'm going to go higher than that. I'm going to go a
1: 9.4. No. 9.4, yeah. I like that. Um okay. And then
0: the last episode, What if the Watcher broke his oath? I uh, did I w- wasn't impressed by this episode.
1: Really? Honest. Yeah. I'm going to start by saying I appreciated like just to start from the beginning of the episode, I appreciated that, like, a lot of the... We're, uh, first of all, how wait a little bit to make the season and put the Gamora episode in. Because that confused the hell out of me. Oh, I was like, was, I literally stopped the episode and went back to see if I had missed
0: an episode. That,
1: that was, was horrible. How, I, I hated just, that.
0: Like, delay it a little bit. And yeah. Just...
1: And she looked awesome. But, like, I couldn't appreciate her because, like... I hadn't spent any time with it. I was like, what? Um, I was like, was she in the T'Challa episode? I couldn't. I
0: was like, okay, that was weird. Anyway. And that would have been a big Tony Stark episode too. The whole episode is called like – it's about like what if Tony went to Sakaar instead of the Hulk? Like you know when he flies mm. through – I think it's in the first Avengers movie when he flies through the wormhole to, to mm-hmm. with the nuke. It was like what if he didn't make it back and he landed on Sakaar?
1: Mm. Oh, they should have waited to do that uh, and yeah. background on that one that episode's supposed to be in season two correct they just didn't finish it yeah they should have oh my god delayed the season a little bit so um on. yeah so that's one qualm with it but i did appreciate at the beginning of the episode how like they kind of i don't know if it was true for all of them i kind of forget each how he, he like assembled each of them but i liked how like for example captain carter was plucked from captain america
0: 2 and um was t'challa plucked from guardians of the galaxy 2 well, it's like the end of his episode when Ego is is right. Take, is, so he like
1: goes like, back to the.
0: To, but they wrapped up the end. of The cliffhangers on every episode. They not only anyway.
1: wrapped up the cliffhangers, but like they show the characters in the each. It, it, not not in each one, but like in a bunch of them, like Thor is fighting Ultron, like party Thor is fighting Ultron things. Like they kind of like skip to the sequel of whatever movie they. The what if, um the <laughs> yeah. original what if I about. see what you're
0: saying. Yeah. Like yeah, you know what I on. mean? I was like,
1: oh wait, this is, this is Captain America too. There's Avengers too for Thor. Um I I, I mm-hmm. like that. Um I, I appreciated that like little detail. Um But I like this episode. I thought there was definitely some confusion mostly around the infinity stones, like, oh, these are not the infinity stones from your universe. So, like, why didn't you collect any other infinity stones? Otron, oh, you went to like all the universes. Like you should have a hundred by now by now.
0: Yeah, I I just thought that it needed more time. I, I they the assembling happened very quickly, which isn't a this bad thing. This should have been thing. a two-parter. It, it really should have been. It, like I felt not a lot of connection with the team. I liked how Killmonger was eventually the one to turn on them, and which was super cool because obviously Killmonger and Zola. Gonna, yeah, he's not just going to be a good guy, which is who would have thought of that pairing? That's mm-hmm. insane and awesome. I loved it. Um but like they also kind of are blurring the lines on w- w- how Loki said that Infinity Stones out- that don't work outside of the universe that they came from. Um, Did he say that? Lo- I, I think it's implied that like uh, the what's the guy's name that works at the desk of the TVA? He was no, like, I thought it was just oh yeah, a so TVA. many of them. They're like paperweights, you know. No, I think it
1: was just a TVA. Like, like that they, they work. don't work in the TVA. Yeah, I think that's he's like that's why he's like is the TVA that powerful that they don't work. <laughs>
0: But then you, you run into this issue where, all right, anybody can just come from another universe and bring Infinity Stones. Exactly. Stone.
1: I think I don't get why Ultron didn't get the get other Infinity Stones while he was at it. Like while you're in all, all these other universes, blowing them up. Like didn't you – you destroyed a bunch of universes. You had to come across other Infinity Stones. Yeah. It, and but, and because of the Gamora problem,
0: you had no background on her thingy, her, her gadget. Infinity Crusher, yeah. That yeah. made – Absolutely not. Also, like there were, I don't know, the battle like just happened very quickly. I like the teamwork, though. I do like the teamwork. It just happened too quickly for me, and like by the time the end came, they had to really like get things going and get things wrapped up. And I don't know if you were confused, but when Killmonger like started to take the Infinity Stones, like
1: yeah the body like, like, like
0: dissolved and, and dissolved and like grouped around him on its own and like the its stones lifted up like does he have levitation powers now like yeah, what's that going was, on? that was
1: definitely weird um i also do wish i like that killmonger turned on them but i wish he helped them at like he did something meaningful in the battle to like justify i get the watcher knew that would happen and like justify bringing him there so he would eventually become like the villain but i feel like i was like why would why would you do that? Like, I feel like it, it should have been justified that he was on their <laughs> side. Like he did something to help first. And then at the end turned on them. Like, I feel like he yeah. did nothing throughout the whole battle. I was like, where's Killmonger?
0: When, when I, when the episode was over, I was like, why did the watcher choose him? If he, yeah. like, shouldn't, shouldn't the watcher be all knowing? Like exactly. Well,
1: he, I think that's the thing he needed them to like fight so he can like case them in their little universe thing. Um, you think you just knew that like, there's no a yeah, but in but like, I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't feel the justification for bringing Killmonger there.
0: Yeah, it, I mean it was cool that he was there. I, I don't Yeah, but I, he didn't do anything in the battle. No. Nothing. I mean, no, no, didn't he like have a, a moment with nope. T'Challa? N-
1: maybe he did have a little he had a moment, but like they didn't he didn't help defeat Ultron
0: at all, I felt like. He didn't play as much of a part as like Doctor Strange or I feel like, like
1: Captain Carter, Doctor Strange, and um Black Widow play the biggest roles.
0: Black Widow with Red Guardian Shield is mad cool. <laughs> mad cool um also the fact that you used zola was really cool too very very cool yeah um yeah that i i I don't know it i think that's just the overall qualm for me is that everything just happened way too quickly and i would have appreciated some time to breathe and like get to know this team you know
1: i i did buy the like chemistry between them i just didn't always i i don't feel like the plot made perfect sense at all times I think, I think, again, it has a similar problem to, like, Loki. They haven't, which I love Loki. If you watch our Loki episode, I did love Loki. But at times, they don't always nail down the dynamics of, like, the different multiverses and, like, how the Infinity Stones kind of feed into that. And I just felt like that wasn't super nailed. Again.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't really i don't really i think i think the best part of the episode like some of the battles were cool but again i was like i i wanted more out of the battles you know i feel like the battle you, you they, at a certain point they gave like t'challa star lord a moment you like you said they didn't really give killmonger anything to do really during mm-hmm. the battle you had some a little moments with the with captain carter and with black widow which i feel like there. captain carter was awesome they were cool because they're friends in their universe that, yeah. was, that was like cool but, like, at a certain point, it was really just Doctor Strange taking over everything and then, like, Zola. Like, I felt like there wasn't a true justification for each each and every member of why they were there. And- I
1: think especially Killmonger for me was was the one. But I, but I kind of agree with you there, yeah. Like, why not choose anyone from the main story? <laughs> like, yeah, they didn't really say why they chose each person
0: yeah i i don't like for all that matter you could have you could have brought um like thanos from another universe like you could have brought thanos from t'challa's universe you could have brought was like you have been chosen yeah it was it was it was interesting um i like how they brought back the the zombies too that was cool like i
1: that's what i was saying earlier i had no clue how they were going to win the zombies and then i was like i guess that was just a one-off i loved that they brought in like the character from zombies was wanda yeah i loved that loved Mm. it absolutely loved it um wait
0: wasn't there am i bugging which episode was there did captain marvel try to fight ultron and then he like bodied her was that this episode or was that the episode before there's definitely that definitely happens in one of the episodes it might have been the episode before I, i i vaguely remember
1: I think it was the episode before when he was like destroying universes. Now,
0: yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Actually, could be wrong. Someone fact check us. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did like the end of the episode when Doctor Strange encases them in a pocket reality, and he's uh, and he's and he gets to watch them. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they're going to come back in season two because like. I'd like to. Doctor Strange really just gonna sit there and watch them in a pocket dimension. I oh. bet you they do come back, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. And
0: I then, want I would like
1: one of them to be the big bad or both of them. What if they team up? Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> I, I don't think love... either of them would be team or
0: No. Killmonger's not no person to be on a team. Zola, you could see he was working with Black Widow and uh Hawkeye mm-hmm. for a little bit. Um, yeah, but for his own for his yeah. own end. Anyway. The... Oh, go ahead. Um the post I think it was the post credit scene with Captain Carter finding winter soldier Steve Rogers in the Hydra Stomper.
1: Oh yeah. That was really cool. Was really yep. cool. Um ratings on this one. Um
0: I don't know, man. I feel like it's like a a seven again. Seven. Oh
1: geez, Jake, we're far apart on this one. I like this one um i think there was it was they skimped on a few things but it was ultimately enjoyable i'll give it an 8.2 like
0: we 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 say it for almost everything we talk about but what would it have taken to just have like three more episodes they should have made this
1: it really should have been a two-part i agree with you
0: or even a three-parter
1: no the whole point of the animated show is to make each story like short it's not supposed to be a movie each episode
0: yeah, you know, but like
1: and the point back- of season 2 also is to you know.
0: Think back to like Avatar. Like that why do we love Avatar so much is because they took the time to like develop things.
1: And- I know, but it's supposed to be like a quick 30-minute episode each one. I don't know. I think it should have just been a two-parter.
0: Anyway. I been okay with the two-parter.
1: Anyway. <laughs> right. Um should we go through our ranking now? Let's do it. All right. Um, So the number rating will be the average of what Jake and I rated it. And we are going to go from the worst to the best. So lowest one. Not necessarily the worst, just our least least favorite. (laughs) Our least favorite. Our worst. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, our lowest ranked is episode one. What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger with a rating of 6.5? After that, it's episode three. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes with a a 6.9 rating? And then it is, what if Zombies with a 7.25 rating? Um, We'll round that up to 7.3. After that is, what if the Watcher broke his oath with a a 7.6? Then what if Thor were an only child with an 8.35? Then what if Killmonger rescued Tony with a um, 8.4 rating? And now the top three, which I agree with this top three very much, um, probably because I'm the one who rated them with you (laughs) um then it the third the third our third favorite is episode four what if dr strange lost his heart instead of his hands with an 8.6 rating number two is what if the child became a star lord with an 8.9 rating and then the our number one rated what if episode is episode eight what if ultron won with a 9.2 rating
0: I am very comfortable with this. rating. I am very
1: game. comfortable with this rating as well.
0: We did well. We did well. We're good at this stuff. You know, practice makes perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> if popcorn heist
1: rated all the what if episodes out of 10 and didn't use the popcorn heist report card? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that will be the title of the episode. <laughs> Probably not. But <laughs> wouldn't it be fun in an alternate universe?
1: In an alternate universe yep so what if it was good i liked it i'm yeah. excited for season
0: two i am i am excited for season two um, i wonder
1: how many of these characters will come back i guess gamora well sword gamora sword
0: gamora, can... sword gamora. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Who is she like thanos she gamora. apparently she killed doesn't the watcher say that like a uh, killer of thanos oh didn't see it champion of sakaar killer of thanos i think mm. he says So that'll be one episode. I have a feeling they're going to do something Winter Soldier with uh, Captain Carter. Mm Because that Steve reveal at the end. Yeah. Um, One of the scrapped episodes for season one, which I don't think they're going to do because they scrapped it because it was too much body horror, was they were going to do what if Spider-Man, like the Spider-Bite, turned him into an actual spider. (laughs) That he had, like, six legs. and. What if
1: he just got smashed?
0: <laughs> he's <good>. Squash. Uh, <sighs> I definitely could have used more Spider-Man. I, I, I mean, when can we not use spider I
1: think, I think that it? it's nice that they explored some of the smaller characters, like, um, all the small characters they used.
0: <laughs> well, I definitely like... <laughs> no,
1: like Wasp and Hank Pym and... Like um, Zola and
0: Wakanda, they
1: did a lot of Wakanda, Killmonger, like Spider-Man and Iron Man are some of the biggest characters in the MCU. We get a lot of time with them anyway. So I was happy to explore some other characters in here.
0: I wonder if they'll do stuff with the heroes, like if they'll start doing a what if that has to do with Sam Wilson, Captain America, or what if um, for WandaVision or something?
1: That's a good question. Um... That is a good question. I was going to say something else too. Um, I cannot remember. Uh-oh. That's that.
0: <laughs> um, a Shang Chi one was. They said they're going to do uh, phase four characters in season. I would three, like two, that. You know, Shang Chi and Eternals. Oh, um, well, Eternals comes out soon. We'll be yeah. There. So that episode will be coming out soon. Yeah. We realize that it is going to be this. This is big. So if you really want justification that Nick and I are truly Marvel buddies, we've seen every single Marvel movie in theaters together opening week since Captain America Civil War. But unfortunately, that cannot happen for Eternals. We
1: will not be seeing Eternals together. It's very sad. Everyone pour one out for Jake and I. Um, But we will be talking about it, I'm sure. Of course. Not I'm sure. I know. We're going to text each other immediately after we both see it.
0: We could. We might. And, and we, we probably, probably will.
1: will. <laughs> <laughs> Always sunny quote for you.
0: Yes. All right. Well, hope you enjoyed this ranking of what if we're going to post it on Instagram for you guys. Uh, let us know if you agree. And with that,
1: join the heist. Join the heist.